One of the things I've really noticed in my conversations with people online recently is that a lot of people's board game collections have really bloated during the pandemic. And, um, you know, mine has been uh, no uh, stranger to that experience either. Uh, Pre-pandemic, my collection was probably around 30, 35 games. And that was really part of uh, my kind of ethos as a board game minimalist, uh, keeping the collection slim. And I did that primarily by shedding games, selling them, donating them, rather than the more sort of disciplined uh, sort of aspect of reducing the number of games I bought. That's something that I'm, I'm working on, a work in progress, if you will. But um, I was part of a board game uh, club here in London before the pandemic, which I intended almost on a weekly basis. So it was really easy to just uh, buy and sell games. I actually had a forum for buying and selling, game, buying and selling games that was really, really good. And um, it was really easy to you know shed games you didn't want and find new games that you might be interested in. But obviously through the pandemic with redu reduced interactivity with people and lockdowns, that's been really difficult. And I think, you know, uh, I have to be honest with myself that like board games have also been a little bit of a coping mechanism, um, not so much playing them, but uh, researching games, uh, looking at new games, watching playthroughs, watching reviews, reading about games, reading rule books and um, and ultimately buying them. And, you know, I think this is something that existed certainly uh, for me uh, before the pandemic, but it's really gone into overdrive during the pandemic. And um, it kind of goes a little bit into that sort of deeper conversation of uh, board game collectors versus board game players, I guess, you know, people who uh, get fascinated by collecting board games uh, without the view necessarily to play them. And I think this is probably more prevalent than people actually um, realize, I'd say, within the board gaming hobby, at least from my experiences. Um, I did used to have a kind of habit when I was at university of doing something very similar with books. I would love to go into bookshops and peruse the books and browse the books for ages buy books, uh, you know, uh, every time I went through, I'd go through, you know, one or two times a week. And I ended up with a, with a massive book collection. I had absolutely no chance of reading these books in any kind of uh, reasonable period of time. And I think it was really um, the sort of promise that the books held for me. You know, what kind of knowledge would I gain? What kind of pleasure would I gain from reading these books and experiencing them. And that was really appealing to me. And I think board games have a, a bit of a similar appeal. You know, you, you see these great games, you hear about them. There's, you know, the artwork, uh, the design, the concept of the game. It becomes really, really attractive. <clears throat> and I think, you know, uh, at least I do, you kind of get taken in with the concept, of like what would life be if you were able to play that game and you were playing that game? And uh, it seems pleasurable. It seems exciting. It seems interesting. So buying that game makes sense, but then, you know, life gets in the way, especially for me uh, in the past couple of years, uh, I've become a father. So I've had very little time to actually play games and, and, and added to that, obviously, during the pandemic with uh, the ability for social gaming, uh, you know, in the real world being massively reduced, that hasn't been anywhere near as possible either. So, you know, buying games has kind of been the one way for me to keep interacting with board games uh, in any kind of meaningful way. And, uh, you know, as a result of that, you know, my board game collection has really expanded. And um, more recently now, especially here in the UK, as, you know, lockdowns have passed in, in previous, in recent months, and there's a little bit more circulation and movement around now, um, I, I've tried to look at ways of uh, now slimming my board game collection. So, Back in the beginning of September, I probably was, as I said, around sort of 66, 70 board games. Um, and now I've come down to about 50. Uh, this is excluding expansions. But um, so so quite a decent drop. And I, I'm hoping to keep pushing with uh, selling some games, donating, donating other games, 
to kind of bring my collection down to a much more manageable level. Um, and I think, you know, one of the challenges around that is like, what kind of gaming profile do you want your board game collection to support? Um, when I was going to a uh, board gaming club on a regular basis, it was fine for me to get board games that supported, you know, uh, or, or worked really well at two, three, four players because I was able to find those, uh, that number of people to play with. Um, I actually had a really nice uh, in-person board game group with, with two other people um, that we, you know, we'd meet regularly through our board gaming club to play. One of them has actually moved country, uh, you know, just around the start of the pandemic. So that's a little bit more tricky, although we have been able to main, maintain uh, online uh, digital board gaming uh, meetups, which has been cool. But in general, you know, those kind of games worked when I was interacting with people uh, at a more frequent basis and playing board games in person. Now, uh, you know, the few times when I do get to play board games, it's, uh, you know, with my wife who is nowhere near as obsessed with board games as I am. So uh, that isn't always feasible very often. And so I've kind of vacillated between, you know, getting really good two player games and uh, good solo games. Uh, and that's kind of been the direction that I've wanted to push my, uh, you know, board game uh, collection in. And so that's kind of how I'm trying to restructure things. I don't really expect to get down to much lower than 50 board games realistically, maybe 40. Um, but I think longer term, I'd like to maybe look at taking my collection down further because I, I just love to be in a situation. I think the minimalist in me, uh, you know, would love to have a situation where I had, you know, 10, 15, 20, maybe 30 max as I had before board games that I knew I could pull out and, uh, and play at you know a moment's notice and uh, and just really enjoy and obviously as you're buying new games you have the whole factored in cost of learning new games teaching new games which is which is always an inhibitor um and i think the other you know interesting thing for me having gained more experience with board games i mean i haven't been in the hobby for too long uh, only sort of really started getting into hobby board games around 2014 2015 so i think a relative newbie still in the, in this world but um as I matured, I've understood, you know, which games work better for me, which games I enjoy better, which games I know that my wife will like better, and which games I know will probably give me more repeated uh, playing enjoyment. So that's another dimension that I'm looking into kind of building out my board game collection for the future. You know, I, I, I and I think, you know, it's a worthy goal. It's a worthy goal to want to have like a, a tighter, more compact collection for me, at least, uh, primarily because of space, uh, secondarily because of time, but also... Um, there is another sort of conflicting dimension here, which is that board games are not necessarily like items of clothing, at least as I view items of clothing, where you can have kind of a, a compact collection of clothing, you know, some solid, you know, classic items of clothing you can wear multiple different ways, multiple different times. Board games are, are more like, you know, books or films, you know, it's hard to say, you know, I only ever want to experience these 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 films or uh you know uh musical pieces in in for the rest of my life i think it's the same with board games you know it's hard to say no 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 like these are the only board games i'm ever gonna want to play uh, i don't want to play anything new um that's challenging um and, and i think you know obviously that's where you know board game cafes and board game clubs come into the picture you can experience new and different games that way which is great but um even within your collection i do think you know, there will be some proportion of my collection that will be consistently kind of rotated in and rotated out. Uh, so maybe the more practical practical way to look at a, a longer term collection is to have, you know, 10 games that are kind of be going to be sort of the forever games that I'm going to have and, and play often, uh, you know, and really enjoy. 
and maybe sort of 10 to 15 other games that are going to rotate a little bit more and they're going to be games that I switch in and switch out of as time progresses. So that's my thoughts about, you know, managing a, a bloated uh, COVID uh, collection really. And uh, I'd love to sort of understand if you face similar challenges, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Game Minimalist, all one word, and let me know your thoughts and um, just really be interested to hear your stories. I've had some great discussions around this already with some other people and, and friends online, but I'm really interested to hear your thoughts too. And I guess in the meantime, enjoy your gaming and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, yeah, take it easy.